0: Hey everyone, thanks for visiting for weddingphotographers.com. I'm Luis Torres. Okay, so this is going to be a short episode today, hopefully. So last week, I met with a bride to go over my prices and packages for her 2014 wedding, and she brought her sister. So while I'm talking to the bride, you know, at one point I started having this conversation with the sister, who, believe it or not, ended up saying that they just drove to see me after seeing another wedding photographer which is real interesting so you know of course you know i my next question is oh who'd you guys get to see and uh it turned out to be this one photographer who years ago like five years ago contacted me to see if I needed a second shooter uh, for weddings. And, you know, I, I shoot solo, you know, at the time, I think I probably had two different um, photographers who from time to time would be my second shooter. Um, so I kind of just said, Hey, listen, if I need someone, then absolutely. And he was actually a good photographer back then. So apparently, he went ahead and him and his wife, apparently his wife shoots also. So the two of them launched their own business. And the two of them shoot weddings together. Funny enough, so of course, you know, I go into, well, you know, how were their prints? How were their uh, wedding albums and samples that they showed you? I was actually surprised to hear that all they did was show them photos of weddings that they had captured on their iPad. And that's it. No prints, no... Hey, this is what your packaging is going to look like when you receive your CD of your wedding photos. No display, no sample albums either. You know, and and of course, uh she ended up booking me right on the spot. She's like, "I actually want you to shoot my wedding. I think you're hysterical. I think you're you'd be perfect. My friends and family would love you, you know. I just think uh you'd be perfect. You'd be a perfect mixed mixed with the entire group that would be there. But also she actually said that she loved the fact that I just had tons of different samples to show her. So, you know, this, you know, especially if you knew, I know it's hard to try to have something to show a, a, a potential client. And, and not to say that everyone will venture down their wedding photography adventure the same way that I did, but keep in mind that when I went into it, And I know that there are photographers out there who, you know, right off the bat, they're just like, dude, if you're shooting weddings off of Craigslist, you're crazy. Keep in mind that when I started, my goal was to just get things going. And it wasn't just, hey, I need to create beautiful images so I can show people. But I also knew right out of the gate, right off the bat, just from the word go, I need to shoot weddings. And immediately after shooting the wedding, I need to come up, I need to, to, to create my website with these images. I need to create business cards where I can put these images on the card so I can show, you know, when I hand out my business card, here you go, you know, here's my, uh, my business card and here's a a wedding photo on the back. But also I needed, and I knew that, you know, who's going to hire you? Listen, Who's going to buy a brand new car without test driving it? Period. That's, that's, you know, if you don't see it from that angle, I don't know, you're crazy. So I knew from the get-go that I need to shoot weddings, but keep in mind who the hell is going to hire me. So of course I didn't charge anyone anything, but keep in mind that at the time I did have a website, but it was bands, it was headshots, it was actors, it was models. So you know, when I was advertising for my work, keep in mind that I had an extensive uh, portfolio that they were going to. They're like, oh, you know what? You're clearly a photographer. You, you, It looks like you know what the hell you're doing. And so even if you've never captured a wedding before, you kind of have to prep yourself and get yourself ready to take that next step. So before you even consider shooting a wedding, you know what? you know, put a few years in shooting, shoot families, shoot, you know, go outside, get some lights, um, you know, use your flash, take photos of newborns, take photos of families, do, you know, take photos of anything, but it has to be people, you know, and, and of course, I have an episode where I mention, uh you know, I don't want to see photos with squirrels. And of course, you know, of of all the photographers who bust my balls, a bunch of you guys ended up sending me photos of, uh, of squirrels, but but you know what I mean. Listen, in the end, if you're gonna hire, if someone's gonna hire you to shoot their wedding, they don't they don't care about your dog, your cat, the trees that are beautiful, the clouds that you capture. They that who cares? That's not gonna help you build your business, and it's not gonna help someone make it. To, you know, it, it, at the very least, you have to have photos on there because the alternative is either ha- either have you shoot their wedding at no cost so you can benefit from it, of course, because you're going to walk away with all of these wedding photos, right? So you can build and start your business. But the alternative for the couple is they may just have an artistic friend that has a, a camera who doesn't care about building a business. They don't want to be a wedding photographer. They, you know, they're, they're something else. They, they work for the state that they work for. They're in law enforcement. Whatever the case is, they're artists. They're, they're an art teacher, but they have a camera. And the next best thing to nothing is their artistic friend taking photos. You know what? You need to step into that limelight so you can, you know, maybe shoot two or three weddings. And I'm sorry for all of you guys who think, oh, you know, I'm going to go into this and and charge 500 bucks because 500 bucks is better than nothing. Think of it this way: If a couple is strapped for cash, if they're going to spend five hundred bucks, they're going to book someone that's already captured twenty weddings where their where their their cheapest package is five hundred bucks. So you at five hundred with zero experience, or someone who maybe their packages go go as high as two thousand and their packages start at five hundred or six hundred, and they've had you know they have twenty or thirty weddings under their belt, you know so. And it's funny, I get some of you guys just sending me emails and you're just like, oh, well, I don't think I should do it for free. You know what, dude? You're looking at it the wrong way. I'm sorry. You know, if you're not looking at it from the point of view of no one really wants to hire someone with zero experience, then I don't know what to tell you. You know, the first two or three weddings that I shot, they were for free it was the best experience I ever had because I built a huge portfolio. Well, I mean, as extensive of, of, of a portfolio that you can have with only three weddings under your belt. And, but I was able to create three completely separate wedding albums. I also learned how to go ahead and design my own wedding albums. Um, so I got that experience. Also, it forced me to shoot these weddings... And right, I remember even back then telling them that they'll have their photos in two weeks. Um, Now it's 10 days. Now I tell everyone, you get your photos in 10 days. Um, Back then it was two weeks. And I think, I I don't know, they probably, I want to say maybe they got them before the second week. You know, maybe by the 12th day, they already had their CD uh, with their photos. Um, So, you know, so going into your first few weddings and sitting down with a couple and booking them you have to be prepared. You know, here's a perfect example of a, of a guy who I knew, I mean, and I don't know the guy, but he contacted me a few years ago and, you know, no sample albums, no... And it's interesting because if you go to his website, he actually, I don't know, maybe he's captured 10 weddings. So I'm surprised that they don't have any sample albums to show couples, not even a print. Are you kidding me? How do you not create, you know, order... 25 by sevens, you know, make a few eight by tens or eight by twelves, uh, have four or six 11 by 14s. You know, I had all of that right from the very beginning, you know, Hey, this is my favorite photo. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to blow it up as an 11 by 14 because these couples, you know, seeing a photo on a monitor is one thing, but you know, it's a different story when they get to see the actual quality of what the photo is going to look like as an actual print. You know, so, so of course, you know, by no fault, uh, you know, it, not to say that it's no one's fault that I booked this wedding, but of course you, you just have to be ready. You know, and if you're going to sit down with a bride and a groom and talk about your prices and packages, seriously, you need to be so much more prepared than just having a bunch of weddings on an iPad. Shame on you. And you, you're not looking at it from a big picture and that's what you really need to do. And that's all this business, is, you know, really is. Um, and then, you know, then the then the, the next step is clearly coming up with uh, prizes and packages, which is a whole other world altogether, you know, and lighting is a completely different planet and posing, you know, I'm going to actually create a, um, I'm going to have to create a, I don't know if I want to create a PDF um, with a bunch of poses, but maybe like two years ago in one of my po- episodes, I went ahead and. And created, believe it or not, uh, a, an episode where I was offering uh, two photographers a CD with two full wedding out weddings that I've captured. you know so if each wedding, let's say the bride and groom received a CD with two thousand photos or fifteen hundred, um, you know it was actually at first, I was sending out a CD, then that kind of seemed crazy. So then I opened an account and was emailing the files. And that seemed crazy too because it was just a a long zip file. Uh, And I may do that again because I really think it's important, especially when you're learning, when you're starting, is to see. I mean, and you can go to my Facebook page. If you're one of my friends, you, you already know that after I shoot a wedding, I go ahead and I post about 100 photos from that wedding. Seriously, like a few hours after I get home from shooting the wedding seeing a hundred photos, you know what? That's one thing. They're seriously going to be my favorite hundred photos. And it's real easy because I just go through the, you know, through the entire day. It's, it's so much, getting to a hundred photos is nothing. It, you know, it takes five minutes to do now, but it's a different story when you get a CD with, and I'll probably, you know, I'm thinking I'll probably make it like four complete weddings with all low resolution images. So you can just see right from a, from your computer, but it'll be four complete weddings. You know, if it's 2000 photos per wedding, then you end up getting a CD with 8,000 photos with a bunch of, you know, with seriously the entire day, um, the fun photos, the church photos, the bride getting ready. If I took those the groom, um, but you get to see what someone else sees throughout the entire wedding day, you know, which I think is really important. And, you know, who the heck even does that? No one does that. I don't know. And I, I don't know how much I'll end up charging. I'll charge like a small amount. Um, but I'll, I'll think about it cause it's just an idea for now. But, um, but those are things that you need to, to understand is, you know, and that, that goes with anything. You know, if, if you're a mechanical engineer and you go to a, a job interview, you know, all they they just want, all they want to know is the experience that you have, you know, and, and like anything in life, you know, no one is really going to give you a shot if you don't have the experience. And if you don't have the experience, then have something, you know, you don't have to be, uh, uh you don't have to be a, an astronaut to get a job to be an astronaut. You know, that's, it, it's kind of like that with wedding photography. You know, if you want to get into shooting weddings, that's awesome, but you have to tone it down. You have to kind of act as if you're already a wedding photographer. Act as if, you know, act as if you're already a wedding photographer. Tell people, hey, I'm a wedding photographer. Uh, but if you're going to do that, you have to have sample work. You know, and, and, and if you've never captured a wedding, then that's fine. You know what? If you took photos of a family or if you've taken photos of five families, you know what, go ahead and create a sample album. Just say, hey, this is how my albums are going to look like, but clearly they're just going to be wedding albums. Um, But here's a perfect example. So they can see, hey, you know what, okay, they're showing me a 20-page album and it's not a wedding, but it's as close to a wedding album as I can get if they're showing me a family, you know, uh, uh, an album that features four or five different uh, families in them And, but at the very least, you get to show them that you've already, you know, you've already gone through the mill and you understand what you need to do and, and you're already taking it to the next level without even getting to that first. So, you know, so that's kind of how you have to look at it, but, and didn't I mention that I thought it was going to be a short, but it was a short episode, but I wasn't sure. It's going on 15 minutes now, so... Anyway, but you guys get the gist, you know, don't be, don't be the photographer who drops the ball so bad that, you know, an hour later, your potential client meets me and I'm just like, Hey, what's going on? Big giant hugs. Hey, here's a bunch of prints. Here's a bunch of wedding albums. Uh, I'm going to make you laugh. You want wine? Here's wine. (laughs) You want Corona's? Here are a bunch of Corona's. Here's a giant monitor with a bunch of photos. You know what? It's all of that together is what makes a wedding photographer. So you have to get to that level as quickly as possible. Stop experimenting. I spoke to a, uh, to a wedding photographer today. Daniel, I'm going to kick you in the nuts. Stop experimenting, people. Just seriously. You know what? You guys have to go ahead and see what other wedding photographers are doing and you have to duplicate what they're doing as quickly as possible. You know, you can you can experiment and that's cool, but then no one is really going to take you that seriously. At least that's how I look at it. And I can only go by the things that my brides tell me. You know, And of course I'm inquisitive. I'll always ask like, oh, well, who'd you check out? Oh, how were they? Oh, this person was absolutely crazy. I told you about this one wedding photographer that took a phone call while they were, talking to a bride and groom and it wasn't a client it was like a friend and you know And here's this couple who hired me and they're telling me you know we felt weird because here we are looking at wedding albums he's not even paying attention to us he's on the telephone talking to his friend two feet away but he's like oh no I have no don't worry about it I'm fine I, I oh I'm just meeting with a couple right now oh no no they're, they're just looking at wedding albums right now I can talk It was a friend. Seriously, dude. And, you know, things like that you just can't do. But, you know, it's just like uh, you can't teach someone common sense. You know, to me, that is wrong from so many angles. Um, But that's probably why they booked with me and not with that wedding photographer. Um, So little things like that. You guys need to be on the ball. You know, a lot of common sense in this business. No messing around. You know, don't send me emails saying, oh... I don't know what camera to get. Should I get Canon or Nikon? I don't care. <laughs> Pick a camera. D- you know, get, listen, get me a little toy camera that you put together and built, and, and it only takes 35 millimeter film. I'm sure I could still shoot a wedding with it. They may not be great, but I could still shoot it. I will still work my magic. Forget about all these little tiny, time- Lewis, do you shoot JPEG or Raw? Who cares? Figure out what you like, figure out what works for you, figure out what works with your post-processing and and you work your magic the way you want to and and if you think that I'm the only resource out there, please seriously just don't make me the only one, you know? Yes, I'm am I'm, I'm a little dogmatic and yes, I kind of bust your balls a little bit and scream at you guys and I'm just like, "Dude, stop, just do." Stop procrastinating and just go out and just do it. You have to go ahead and stop talking and start doing. You know, this the difference between in my opinion, between someone who successfully moves into being a wedding photographer and someone that doesn't, the only difference is that the person that moves into that level uh, of the game, they all they do is focus relentlessly on doing what they have to do. What's the next thing that I need to do? That's how they think. It's just it's all forward thinking. It's never, err, jamming on the brakes. Oh, hold on one second. Let me call Lou and find out if I should shoot JPEG or RAW. What? Don't contact me. Figure out what you like. Play around with the two of them. You know, I I I have old podcasts where I mentioned, you know, for like two years I only shot RAW, and then I slowly weaned myself off of RAW, and then I would shoot like engagement sessions and only shoot them uh, uh, set to JPEG. And then eventually I realized, you know what, I'm kind of not that bad, so I could probably get away with just shooting JPEG. And now that's all, that's, you know, I only shoot JPEG and I've been shooting JPEG for years and for, and some photographers will kind of slam me, which I think is funny. They'll send me emails and say, oh, I think you're crazy that you're not shooting raw. Listen, unless you look at my photos and you're like, this guy is, a, is the worst photographer I've ever seen. You can't bash me for not shooting raw. I only shoot JPEG. I'm pretty good at it. I've been doing it for years. I'm not a bad photographer. I keep booking more weddings every year, which is awesome. So, you know, to me, that's more important than anything else. Forget about JPEG. Forget about RAW. Do whatever works for you. Don't send me an email asking, you know, what to use. Figure it out. Try it. You know what? You only shoot RAW? You're thinking about shooting JPEG? Don't ask me if, you if you know, what I think about JPEG. Try it. Try it out. You do it yourself. Um, likewise with, you know, with Nikon and and. And Canon, dude, I only shoot Canon. I shot Nikon years ago. I moved to Canon like six years ago, five years ago, something like that. Um, and uh, and I haven't looked back. You know, Nikon is making great cameras, but whatever. I'm I'm on the Canon roller coaster, so I just stick to that, and and I'm fine, and it's it's working. All right, everyone. So listen, you guys know what you have to do, and. Uh, and I'm still gonna go ahead and debate whether or not I want to create a CD uh, with four different uh, weddings on there, and and I'll see, I'll think about it, I'll see, because I think, you know, I had a lot of photographers the last time who were really interested, and tons of them got it, but I think I'll probably add things like um, like my photo my photo junction templates that I sell for one for 175. Maybe I'll just stop, you know, charging and just add it to that so this way you get a bunch of wedding photos or different weddings uh, but you'll also get uh, my photo junction templates which are great for creating wedding albums uh, it's 50 templates and it just makes your life easier you know um, with creating wedding albums all right everyone uh, you guys are the absolute best believe it or not my my voice is, is hoarse now from talking for 21 and a half minutes I'm dying but as usual, you guys are the best. Thank you so much for listening and for sharing this with your friends. I think that's awesome when you guys send me emails. Um, and, you know, I just, I just want your businesses to grow. You know, again, like I'll always say, you know, when I started, no one cared where I stood. No one cared to help me. Even even wedding photographers who are my friends today, you know, I'll never mention it, but some of them, they don't even know that I contacted them years ago and they kind of just, you know, turned a cold shoulder to me. And that's fine you know, we're friends today, but you know, when I started, no one cared. Um, and, uh, and things are different today. And, you know, like, uh, and early on, I'm not sure if you guys know, but, uh, I created these podcasts simply because another wedding photographer told me that I would never, ever become a wedding photographer because my work just isn't good. So you can thank that wedding photographer for, uh, for creating this monster, because now I'm not a bad wedding photographer. I actually take a lot of business from that wedding photographer today, who, mind you, I don't talk to. Um, and it launched this uh, this podcast, you know, going on a little over three years ago. And you know, now there are tons of wedding photographers who listen to these and are now building amazing wedding businesses. And I'm glad that uh, that I can share the things that I've learned throughout the years uh, to help you build and. And launch your business and get it to where i think it should be all right everyone you guys are the absolute best Ugh, i'm dying and uh as usual i will talk to you guys soon